I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. So, what does Misa Plus mean? It's a French pronunciation, actually, and it's spelled as M I S C E N P L A C E. So, yeah, it is the French culinary phrase, which means putting in place or everything in its place. It's a phrase that's used by chefs in restaurants, and there are five steps to do a mise en place, which is read the entire recipe, prepare your workspace, prepare sanitation bucket, prepare the equipment, check all the equipment is clean before food preparation, gather the ingredients, prepare ingredients, place in bowls, may include washing, etc., before you start cooking the meal. Yeah, that's what mise en place actually means, and I think that this potential concept could be excellently used for the workplace. Let's figure out how. Hey there, welcome to Smarter with Sid. And in this episode, I wanted to figure out how a strange concept like mise en place could be actually used by a lot of us. In fact, all of us, if we want to make our work output better. Why do I say what I say, and why is this strange culinary phrase so important uh, according to me? Well, I just thought that it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing, and I was observing it in uh, MasterChef uh, Australia to start with, and then some other cookery shows, and and then I realized that it is something that is done in a wonderful way, wherein the chef prepares the entire setting up of the meal in a clear cut way. It's a set way, so, and I read out the five steps. But just imagine the sequence of it. Just imagine how a chef's mind must be thinking. And I realized that hey, can we do this when we are actually maybe setting up a meeting, or maybe setting up our workday, or maybe setting up uh, our presentation, or maybe doing some work, uh, whatever form that work may be. The setup is so important, right? The setup is so important. And in this smarter with Sid episode, that's what I'm trying to figure out. How do we use this concept really well? The setup. But for that, you know, we have to kind of take a couple of steps back and understand why not setting up before doing something is becoming all the more important for us to avoid. It's becoming kind of like a disease. You know, we are always rushing into things. You know, kind of winging it. Words like jugad have become extremely, you know, commonplace. Sometimes celebrated even because the fact is that we are all short on time. We are all trying to accomplish too many things. We are all, you know, having more ambitions than our forefathers. And the fact remains that because we are rushing in from one thing to the other, we are uh, shortcutting our way to so-called success. We kind of forget our setup. In fact, there are many psychological reasons why we might be also doing it. Sometimes, like for instance, I used to avoid setting up things for the longest period of time because I used to think that I don't want to be dependent upon anything, right? I don't want to be dependent upon my laptop, upon PowerPoint, upon the way in which I set anything up. I might become crippled. I might become addicted to it. So I want to remain independent of it. So maybe something like that is also affecting some of us psychologically. Some of us might think that, hey, I think it works best if I wing it. You know, it it probably just it's like the uh, chef who's throwing things together and making a wonderful meal without really caring two hoots about anything else 
right. But in reality, it doesn't work, does it? The setup is extremely important. And so therefore, I started experimenting with setups in small mundane activities in my work life. And what a difference it has made. What a difference. In fact, I know, I know that all maestros, you know, the, the people on the top of their game, whether they're chefs or sports people, even sports people, right? They respect their instruments, they respect and worship their instruments, they respect the way in which they are actually, you know, using those instruments. They are so, I mean, look at a cricketer being finicky about his or her bat or look at, uh, you know, a bowler being uh, finicky about the kind of ball he chooses to play for the match. Look at the kind of visualizing that the bowler is doing whenever he's he's throwing a seam. Sorry for the cricket metaphor, but you can obviously do the same for tennis or football or anything. And I learned something from these guys. I learned that it is all about instruments and ingredients. But the most important thing is to put both instruments and ingredients in the right kind of sequencing. Right? And when I understood that, hey, there is a sequence towards an event, I tried to experiment with it. And let me give you the example of this podcast. I mean, I've done more than 160 of these now, our podcasts, that is. And when I started, I thought that I would, you know, kind of lose out on the spontaneity of, of the podcast if I kind of over prepare for it. So I was trying to avoid the setup, you know, that old bugbear of, uh, you know, being too dependent upon the setup was, was playing perhaps in my subconscious mind. But then I decided, no, let me try to sequence it. So every single time, whenever I'm doing a podcast, I'm writing my notes. I am uh, kind of looking for the smarter with said fact. I'm looking at setting up of a laptop, the mic, the, the placement has to be perfect. I need to be at a certain distance from my mic and uh, in a very quiet place I need to have my cup of coffee I need to be looking out and relaxed and having that energy that I associate with when I am doing the podcast but by design not by accident and that is the sequence of events that I've planned out with my instruments and with my ingredients before I start recording and of course, after recording comes the uh, editing part which IVM does helps me with with putting it out there. And it's all a sequence. It's all a setup. It's all a mise en place, even before a single word is uttered. And trust me, not only podcasting, but I've tried it with my lectures. I've tried it with my consulting. I've tried it with a lot of other things. And I've realized that a minute of setup, a minute of setup actually just is so effective. It makes your work 10 times more effective, I think. And also it saves you time. It just might come across as a waste of time, but it saves you so much time in the end. Trust me, I have just benefited tremendously from this mise en place or the setup thing. If you don't want to pronounce a, a French word, just set it up, set things up, right? And that's how I see, you know, many good professionals become excellent top-notch professionals by just setting it up. Now, many of you might actually argue that the sequencing and all is fine, but we live in such a dynamic environment and whatever I have thought through, you know, my boss calls me and then my whole schedule goes for a toss. I can't set things up properly and, and the rest of it. And I'm saying, yeah, you're right. A lot of times your setup may not be perfect, but, you know, sometimes it actually helps you to visualize your sequencing 
by visualizing the dynamic crazy environment that the sequencing has to be part of so instead of trying to imagine the most stable environment i will sit down with my perfect cup of coffee all the time visualize the fact that maybe you need to have something that comforts you something that relaxes you something that energizes you and so on and so forth you get my point right it is about visualizing a dynamic environment that your sequencing actually is played out in and suddenly you will realize that Hmm, I can actually do a setup in a beautiful way that is not too dependent upon factors that may be outside of my control, like my boss calling me, etc. And then you'll suddenly find that, yeah, I can do the setup really well. So there you go, guys. Mise en place or the setup. I think it's something that will uh, just uh, be great once you start practicing it. To be honest, I can't keep banging on about it really. But measuring twice, yeah, and cutting once is possibly something at the back of my mind when I when I that that old cliche or that old phrase comes to mind when we talk of the setup. Measuring twice, you know, making sure that everything is ready, everything is in place. Uh, check your performance going up. Check your performance going up. I hope I hope that you try this out. Let me know how it goes, to be honest. Let me know how it goes. And uh, based upon how it goes, maybe we can have a further conversation on this. In fact, like mise-en place, there is something called mise-en-scene, you know, mise-en-scene or whatever you want to call it. And that's the way in which you present your work. But that's for another episode. I hope you like this episode of mine, of Smarter with Sid. Uh, mise-en-place or the setup and how it helps. And hey, if you like stuff like this, do check out my Mizen Plast Reels on Instagram or my Mizen Plast Notes on LinkedIn where I'm the traveling professor and I'll be happy to hear from you. And uh, many more exciting new things coming up, uh, you know, this traveling professor's way and I'll be kind of releasing a review, you know, kind of uh, giving you a sneak peek of the same very, 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 very soon. Until that time though, do check out IBM's other podcasts. I mean, some really good stuff out there, guys. Some really good stuff. Until next time.